Grab my, my Bible. Today, well, for those of you who don't come here often, uh, you, throughout this year, this particular year, we've been going, pausing at different holidays found in our scriptures Jewish holidays, and we've been talking about and, and, and looking at the, the meanings behind those and how they apply to our lives. Well, today, we're pausing from our, our normal Bible uh, preaching service and sermon to talk about one that is happening right now. It's Passover. We're in the Hebrew, Pesach. I'm going to be reading from Leviticus chapter 23, 4 through 8. It says, These are the Lord's appointed festivals, the sacred assembly. You are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. On the 15th day of that month, the Lord's festival of unleavened bread begins. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. And on that on the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days, present a food offering to the Lord. And on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Before we go any further, let's pause for prayer. Father, we just ask as we seek your presence that, Lord, you show yourself in this passage today. Lord, that we seek your face. Lord, we, we seek to know you closer. Lord, we are so grateful for sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. Help us to understand that, his sacrifice, and why we can say that Jesus is Lord. Help us to understand through this, this, this passage on Passover. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Passover. Many of us have heard the name Passover. Pesach. I actually got it on my tie. Pesach. Someone gave me this. Uh, Pesach, it means we translate it in your Bibles. It's probably translated as Passover in your Bible. Uh, some people may argue that it might actually be closer to call it uh, kid or lamb, uh, a kid lamb. Not your child. Kid lamb. Um, it's, it's a time in which we, we feast together, they feast together to celebrate an event that happened in the book of Exodus. See, there's two back-to-back events. One, the Festival of Unleavened Breads that probably was separated out from Passover at first, but then they joined together. It is the most commonly celebrated Jewish holiday Pesach is going on right now. Started on Wednesday. It's one of the pilgrimage holidays, which is important for us as we read our scripture that we realize that this is a pilgrimage holiday, which means people from all over the world were coming together at Jerusalem to come together at the time of Passover. Now, there are three, maybe four Passovers listed in the Gospels. And so we know that at this time, Jesus always traveled to Jerusalem to be at this celebration that took place um, 
on the 15th day of the first month of Nisan, according to the lunar calendar. This event comes from Exodus. I'm going to read that passage in Exodus. Exodus chapter 12, 14 through 20. It says, this is the day you are to commemorate. Uh, uh. mm. I promise, I don't always sound like Porky the Pig. <laughs> commemorate for generations to come. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord, a lasting ordinance. For seven days you are to eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, remove the yeast from your house. For whoever eats anything with yeast in it from the first through the seventh day must be cut off from Israel. On the first day of the sacred assembly and another one on the uh, seventh day, do not work on any of these days except to prepare food for everyone to eat, that you, may all, you all may do so. Celebrate the festival of unleavened bread because it was on that very day that I brought you your divisions out of Egypt. Celebrate this day at last ordinance for the generations to come. In the first month you are to eat bread made without yeast from the evening to the 14th day until the evening of the 21st day. For the seventh day no yeast is to be found in your house. And anyone who ever foreign or native born who eats anything with yeast in it must be cut off from the community of Israel. Eat nothing made with yeast. Whenever you live, you must eat unleavened bread. See, the story goes in Exodus that they were ran out of Egypt so fast after the passing over of the uh, angel of death that they... Uh, that they were ran out because all the firstborn who did not put the blood of the lamb over the doors, they passed away. And so they had to leave so fast that they didn't have time to let the bread rise. And yeast began to celebrate, to symbolize sin in their lives. That's why those wafers you taste, you know, they don't taste like regular bread because it's, there's no yeast in it. And so at this time, people clean out their house. They have massive parties to clean out your house and scrub the stove, which is probably something more, more of us need to do just because we're, if you're like me, you don't clean enough. <laughs> now, Passover today is celebrated all over the world, and uh, even Coca-Cola is in on it. You can get those yellow cap coca-colas because they don't they're kosher made and and <laughs> and uh and you can get uh but they sell they don't sell bread at, at jewish owned stores they don't sell like white bread you have to have matzah the, the matzo the, the the break the the um the bread without yeast in it and on the day of pasach the, uh, the, the fast of the firstborn begins the celebration. Too many of us, we need to start fasting in our lives, don't we? I don't talk about intermystic fasting. We skip over those passages in the scriptures, right? How many of you are guilty of that? We, we say, I'm going to not fast. Even though it says it in the scriptures, that's not something that applies to me. Uh, <laughs> fasting is healthy for us. It's in the scriptures. And so we said, well, the first fast of the firstborn is a minor fast for all the males to commemorate the, 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 their, their time from uh, a celebration from um, not being taken. And so as you celebrate today, there's a large Passover Seder, 
a big meal. And that's the most famous part of Passover, right? How many of you guys have heard of the Passover Seder? That last, that meal that some people said this is the meal Jesus was eating with his disciples. And some people say it's not, he was just, it was just Passover time. This is not the meal. And there's a big theological debate over it. It doesn't really matter. It's just, we like to argue about things. But this meal has all kinds of symbolism with things like blessings over the wine, washing of hands, eating certain vegetables that symbolize different things, the breaking of the bread. The retelling of an event. How many of you guys know that retelling events in our past are important because they show us what God has done for us? We don't have these kind of ceremonies often in our own American cultures. We don't do these kind of things often. Uh, we don't have these kind of thought-out meals where you eat this piece of bread or this piece of turnip because it represents the bitterness of, of the exile. We don't, we don't have these kind of, uh, the radish, I'm sorry, not turnip, radish, um, the bitter herb. Um, we don't eat sandwiches because, of the, because it has this meaning. We don't, have to, we, don't, we, don't, uh, we don't, we might say grace over our table when you begin, right? <laughs> But all the different services that have are different attitudes that take place in this. And there's seven days of not eating and celebration and, and, and eating off of special Passover dishes because no yeast has touched those dishes. No sin has touched those dishes. And as I talk about this, I say, well, that's, that's fine because they celebrate something that happened in Exodus. Well, so what does that mean for me, right? Because that's what we really want to know, right? That's why you came, right? What, what does that mean for me? I, 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 I'm not going to go celebrate Passover. I don't, wouldn't even know where to begin. I don't know any Jewish people. Um, but the Last Supper, the, the, this, this supper of, of, uh, of Passover time is of extreme importance as we look at the life of Jesus, as we look at the death of Jesus. Because it was with these ideas in his head that Jesus was claiming at communion. If you take away the Passover meanings, you miss a great deal of what Jesus was saying when he says, I am the bread. If you take away the Passover meanings, you miss a great deal of what Jesus says when he says, I am the blood. It's no accident that Jesus returned to Jerusalem during a, 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 a pilgrimage festival to Jerusalem where he knew he was going to be caught and arrested. It was no accident. Right before that, he says, you know, it's not my time. I don't need to go there yet. And then it's time for Passover, and he says, let's go to Jerusalem. 
And if you remember Palm Sunday, we celebrate Palm Sunday because Jesus rode in on a, a donkey and, and people threw down their coats and they threw down palm trees so that Jesus could walk in as a king riding in. And then the very, uh, and then then they're going to celebrate Passover and they're going to come in for this Passover time. And it's a, a sin for those people, those Jewish people, to even arrest Jesus at this time and have a trial. Because they're supposed to be not doing any normal work. They're not supposed to be, they're supposed to be on the Sabbath and yet they're arresting and holding a trial for Jesus. We miss that, don't we? Jesus chose this at time. So when he says, I am the Lamb, he's passing over for, he's the sacrifice. In Exodus, they said, you're going to take a goat and you're going to put that lamb's blood, that, that, that blood over your doorpost. And so the angel of death would pass over you. And so that Jesus says, you know what? That's me. I'm the sacrifice so that the angel of death may pass over you. So that you may have life now and life eternal. It's not just about after you die. It's about life now. What a blessing that is that we have life now. That we may live to a fullness of life because Christ has come and died. His blood spilled over you. And his, as, as we think of the Passover time, we also think of, of what's called uh, the, the, uh, the scapegoat in English, where they would take a goat and they would drive it out of the city, casting stones at it. Our sins on the goat cast it out. As Jesus claims that at Passover time, I'm the Passover goat. Your sins cast upon me as my righteousness covers you. And that's why, what a blessing that Jesus came at Passover time. What a blessing that Jesus comes at Passover time. God made flesh will come, become the sacrifice for you and I that we may have eternal life. So that when we take of the, the blood, the, the cup, when we take of the body, which we're going to do here in just a few minutes. That's what this is up here. When we take of that, we are remembering that His blood, He is claiming, I am the unleavened bread, I'm the sinless one, broken for you, so that you may be sinless. Not that you're never going to mess up. We're not there yet. You get to experience glorification later on. We all mess up. We know that. But it's not about us being hypocrites. It's about us being saints that sometimes mess up. Because God has working in us and making us more and more like Him. And we, becoming more and more like Him, we cast our sins upon him and he throws them as far as the east 
is from the west. Into the depths of the ocean, the Psalms tell, that it may not be returned. He says, I'm claiming that. I'm claiming that I may be this bread. And when he takes, we take of that cup, he says, I want you to remember that that cup that symbolizes the, the, the blood of the lamb. That's why they were drinking it in the first place, is to symbolize the blood of the lamb. He says, he says it's, it's, it's a new covenant. It's not just about what happened back then. This is a new agreement that I'm going to spill my blood for you. To be a new covenant, a new agreement that I'm going to sacrifice myself and my blood is going to be that lamb's blood now. So when we do it, we do it. That's why it says do it in remembrance of him because he's claiming those promises. Oh, we miss out if we don't celebrate Passover. We don't realize it was Passover. That's why it says very clearly it was the Passover time. Because he has to claim all of that. Saying, I am come to fulfill what we started in Exodus. What we started with just taking one group out. When I took one group, I took one group of Israelites out that were born from one family. I'm going to take what I started with one group, one family, and I'm going to spread it to the world. That's a new covenant. What a blessing. What an amazing gift He has given us. That we may have the Lamb of God upon us. And Jesus Christ came to sacrifice self for us. Now the question becomes as we think about our next steps before we go into communion is what do I need to do? Maybe I need to accept Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior for the first time. I've never done that. Maybe I believe in Jesus, but I don't act like it. I mean, Easter's here, so I act like it today. <laughs> the Bible tells us if we believe that Jesus is Lord, we confess with our mouth that we will be saved because he has established that new covenant with us. Father God, I praise you right now. Lord, I pray that you would bless each person in this room, each person watching us online, that, Lord, you would establish a new covenant with them, that, Lord, you would come into their lives, that you would change them from the transforming of their minds, that they may become a new creation, 
Lord, I pray that we may be a blessing unto you as we live our lives in this time of rebirth. Help us to be reborn, to live according to your plan. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. At this time, we're going to go to a a time of communion, Lord's Supper. I'm going to ask my ushers to come up. Now, uh, you guys take a side. Um, I didn't put any music with this on purpose. I know some of you guys are like, well, no music. It's going to get really quiet in here. I didn't put any music with this on purpose because during the time that we're passing, your temptation is going to be to start chit-chatting. That's our nature. We like to talk. But I want you to take this time and look inside. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't be pointing fingers at your wife or your husband. Take a moment and look inside yourself. Bibles also say if we don't take this seriously, we're sinning against the blood and the bread. So I want you to look inside yourself. Is there something going on inside of me? A sin that I need to put to death. Bitterness or hatred that's, that's not, that's, that, that, that will keep me from being at one with the body of Christ. If you don't know except Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, this isn't for you. This is for the body. I'm going to pass out the cups. All right, let's pray over this before we begin. Father God, we praise you today, Lord. We thank you for this blood, this bread, and what it represents. Lord, I pray that we may be serious within ourselves as we look to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.
button. Most of you probably already have your cups opened. I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians. For I received from the Lord that I also passed unto you. The Lord said, Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread. And when he gave thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is, bro- which for, you, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, thank you for this bread. And it represents your body. We thank you for it. Help us to do this in remembrance of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take and eat. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new, uh, is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of, of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you will proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Father, we thank you for this cup and what it represents. As we praise you, let each drop cover our sins. Your righteousness cover us. Let us strive to be in unity with you as we are in unity with one another. Help us strive to love one as you have loved us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Take and drink. There'll be baskets on the side of some of the rows. You can pass those around. Then Jesus was taken and betrayed. Ushers, thank you. At this time, I'm going to offer you an opportunity of invitation.